All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the 306 Fantasy Football Podcast. I guess, first of all, Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope you enjoyed uh, some nice quality time with your family and friends. And I guess uh, we're itching closer to uh, the turning of the calendar and to another, another year into the 2024, I guess, and as we wave goodbye to 2023. But uh, it's just Arm and I here <clears throat> today on the pod. And we are going to be recording episode 110 uh, for our Wednesday, December 27th episode. We're actually recording on the morning of the 27th. It's kind of nice. This, you know, holiday morning, you can sip and have some coffee and talk fantasy. It's kind of nice. If <clears throat> this was the, you know, the normal schedule, I wouldn't be too, uh, too upset about this. But um, I am a little bit upset, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Not necessarily about recording in the morning, but uh, fantasy football, we will, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll tread lightly there, but Anyhow, um, we'll talk, I guess, a little bit about our fantasy season in this question. Uh, we'll do some preparation for fantasy championships. If you guys at home are listening, uh, you're in your fantasy championships, we want to make sure you're ready to rock. Um, and then I guess we'll prepare ourselves for a little bit of the uh, what to expect, I guess, next week. And um, as we as we tread down from the fantasy season into NFL playoffs and then obviously the offseason as well, too. But. Regardless, we'll uh, we'll say hello to Armin. We'll get things going, and then uh, we'll we'll let the the episode play out. I guess Armin, how's uh, Christmas break treating you so far? Oh, it's been fantastic. Like you said, getting to sip coffee while we uh, while we record the pod here, I could get uh, a little used to this. So uh, you hear that, everyone? Get those listens in. Make sure you uh, like and subscribe. Get us uh, pumping. Make us viral. <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, we can quit our day job and just record uh, fantasy football advice all day long every oh, day. Man. Man, um, so but... one of my one of my favorite podcasts is the Fantasy Footballers. Like that was one of my go to like listens. And like they have their own office and they have their own headquarters and stuff. I was like, man, like those guys are living the dream. Those guys are living the dream. Yeah. If we won the lottery arm and I'll buy an office here in Prince Albert. We'll make uh, Zach move to PA. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll have day jobs. We sorry, we yeah. won't have day jobs because this will be our day job, but. I mean, we just got to keep buying a lot of lottery tickets to make that happen. All right, keep making uh, smart bets on uh, on our apps here. And yeah, there we go. Thanks, three six five on football. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I was gonna say, George, I think I've reached my full adult form here. The gift I was most excited to open this uh, this Christmas was a pair of smart wool socks. Hey oh, there we go. So, yeah, that's how we know. Yeah, I was socks, man, socks. I was laughing with my wife. I said, oh, you know, you know, you're getting old when I'm asking for socks and underwear for Christmas. And then when there's socks and underwear in underneath the tree, you know, you're excited. That's how, you know, you're getting peak adulthood right there. Yeah. Have you, oh. have you ever had smart socks, Jordan? You got to get on them if you have. I haven't. Oh, they're so comfy. They're the most comfortable socks I've ever had. And they're made of merino wool, so they don't get stinky. It's, it's beautiful. Okay. We'll I'll have to jump on that wagon there. Um, yeah. We'll get things going here, but uh, before we start, I gotta drop some unfortunate, uh, unfortunate news. As this uh, terribly sad song plays in the background, the end of an era. My dynasty team has lost in the semifinals, and uh, we'll get into it a little bit here, but. It's funny because it's not just me that's upset. There's a lot of people who are really hoping for a full reset. So there was either, like our league was split, I would say. Half the league was like, no, screw you, Jordan, screw your team. And then their half was like, Jordan, please win because we want to reset and we want to switch platforms. We want to, you know, get 
a new startup draft going, all this other stuff. And, uh, and if you follow us on Twitter a little bit, you would have seen a little bit of it, but, uh, uh, one of our league mates, Drew, he has his own podcast too. A very successful fantasy football podcast. We don't follow him, especially on Twitter. A lot of analytics stuff right there. Uh, Bulletproof fantasy. Uh, you'll be able to find him on there. He also has personal Twitter. Um, you'll be able to find Drew there. We were playing each other in the semifinals. And me and Drew have had a, a, a good rivalry going for as many years as I've been in the, uh, the league. And Drew beat me. He put out a little hex on me. He put up some bad juju and he was hexing my team and for all those you know at home then when you get hex like that and you're the heavy underdog you know what happens and i got amari coopered i got justin jefferson i got t higgins i got like all of the above and like in our league armin like i would say like if you get over 100 like 110 is like a really good score in our league like that's a that's a really really good good score um my average is 146 points so like (laughs) I got a good team and he scored a hundred. I think it was 156. I don't have the exact numbers here. I can try and get 158, it up. 158. I'm looking at it right now. Thank you. 158.64. And so I was going into the, the Christmas day, Monday. He had Jalen hurts. I had Kelsey CMC and AJ Brown left. And then I made a late pivot to swap AJ Brown for Saquon Barkley. as like a desperation hoping that hurts really sucks. And then, you know, Saquon's really good and it turned out to be good. Like obviously Saquon got more points than, than AJ Brown. And I think there was like a difference of like 1.2 points between Hertz and Saquon. So it kept me alive and it. Kelsey sucked. So I needed 42 points. I think it ended up being from, from uh, <laughs> CMC, which in the first half, I think he had like 19.6 or like right around the 20 oh, mark. Man. So I was, I was worried lot, like, after he got that big rumble and then scored a TD, I was like, Oh no, Jordan might actually come out. And yeah. Not- I would, um, you know what? I had given up many a points throughout the week, many, many times. And then I just kept getting that little wishful hope. But some of my big guys, you know, Cooper Cup dropping two in the end zone, Kelsey stinking. It just was like, hey, this is meant to be. But I still had a good week. Like I had like 136 points or something like that. It's just that he yeah. had a monster week. He had 158, which or 154 or whatever it was arm that you mentioned like that's a really really good yeah. week like i'm gonna look Even at james connor put up almost 20 points for him yeah and like how about javante <laughs> williams he gets that opening touchdown and then gets negative yards after that so it was just like everything oh. that could go wrong went wrong i was sitting in midnight mass i get out of midnight mass and find out javante williams gets a touchdown i was just like are you kidding me like is is this real life? Like every everything that's going wrong is going wrong. It was just the worst. But yeah, he had Jalen Hurts for 20 points, <clears throat> James Conner for 20 points, Jonte Williams for nine, Murray Cooper for 46. That was a real dagger. And then Chris Godwin just got like <laughs> he was doing nothing. And then all of a sudden he kind of just got pepper with some targets late in the game. And yeah, that that sucked. T. Higgins, that big monster 90-yard touchdown, that sucked. Justin Jefferson against the Detroit Lions secondary that hurt me in many different ways, but I mean, Hey, division champ. So I can't complain too much. And then DJ Moore getting hurt was like, <laughs> you got super lucky. So he was limited to only three receptions. And then Sam Laporta uh, didn't do much in that Minnesota game too. So we had 158, which is I think the third highest points this year um, in our league. So a really good week. So tip the cap to him. I said, you know, if I'm going to go down, I might as well go on swinging, but I was looking even at my team, like if I would have swapped Henry out for for Jonathan Taylor, that gives me an extra 10 points, but it just doesn't matter. Like when your quarterback only gets 12 points, yeah, it's 
that's not going to help. So I, there wasn't, there wasn't too many ways yeah. I could have cut this where I would have been able to win. So unfortunately that's just the way she goes. So league continues. I'm sitting here crying by myself in my dynasty league. Cause that's my, you know, my, that's my league. That's my, I commission it. It's my favorite league. It's the league I've had the most success in, but so is life still in one dine, still in one league left uh, in Armin's league there. I had a big win. So I'm in that one couple charity leagues where I'm in the, you know, it's like a best ball. So there's a lot of people in the final. So that doesn't really matter all that much, but Still alive in one league. Uh, Armin, what about yourself? Are you still, I'm all done. I'll stop crying about my dynasty league here and boring everybody, but are you still alive in your leagues? Well, put on some celebration music here. Okay, let's see if I got something for you, Armin. Here, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll sign autographs after. There we go. go. I, I'm celebrating your loss, Jordan, because you oh, know what? Yeah, well, that's in that dynasty that league, that puts me in a position to have the 101. I think I, I think I got a shot at it, Jordan, Marvin Jordan, Harris. You gotta, you gotta let me know, man, where I'm sitting in that. Yeah. And then I think I just won the 111 as well in my matchup this week. So I have the 101. I got the extra first round draft pick in dynasty, um, due to a rising dynasty team that I have, and I think. I am. I I'm hope I don't jinx it here, but I should be a, a f- favorite moving into next year in this league. At least a contender, maybe not a favorite. I'll say contender. I'm a contender in this league finally, which I've been building and building, and that's why I so badly did not want Jordan to reset. Is I was so close to breaking through after making some dumb trades right when I started playing Dynasty. Um, finally rebuild and have a team that I can compete with was is amazing is an amazing feeling for next year well I'll tell you Armin, um, you're up 20 points in the race for 101 so as long as you don't get beat by 20 points this next week you should have the 101 whoo, who's behind me uh that is lucas's pick but actually that pick belongs to drew <laughs> but it, it's lucas i have to beat by 20 points correct or he has to beat me by 20 points correct yeah Awesome. Perfect. Shit. And then nobody else, like everybody else is a hundred or more points behind you. So you're, you're oh, sitting yeah. in a good spot. Yeah. See, that tells you how, how close my team is to being a contender, man. I'm just destroying these bottom teams, even though I was eliminated near the end of the season. <laughs> I was just, um, I talked about in the past. I was like, I wish Zach would have beat Drew. I, I met, talked on the last pod. Now I really, yeah. really wish Zach would have beat you because I would have been <laughs> in the finals, but oh man, what a nightmare. Anyways. Yeah. And then uh, with my other leagues, I made it through to the final and half of my redraft. So last week I was still alive in all mine. So I lost half of them, but you know what? It, it's still a good feeling to know that in uh, three, three leagues, I still got a chance of winning. One of the ones I got eliminated in, I'm in the third place game with a chance to get my money back at least. So there's that. But oh man, I'll, I'll start with the ugly here. My my staff league, I had the worst injury luck imaginable this week. I had a bunch of questionable tags leading up to to the games, and so Pittman was one of them who was in and then out all of a sudden. So like when he got cleared from concussion protocol i was like perfect i don't need to worry about picking anyone up i'm good here he goes down and Jaden reed not playing this week suddenly is out stevenson who's been questionable for a while goes out 
And so then I'm riding with guys like Palmer and then McBride in my flex spot. And I'm like, Ooh, this is going to be tough, but at least I, I got a chance here. I still had a chance because I got like Eckler and Metcalf. Um, I had to play Collins, even though I didn't want to a Stroud out, but I thought maybe he could go off a little bit being the only good receiver left in that uh, city there. Then I got Hawkinson as well. So I was like, maybe I can pull it out. And then Hawkinson goes down partway through the game after he heats up so well, like beginning of the third quarter there goes down. And my kicker, I lost my kicker, Jordan, partway through the game. I have Cleveland's kicker and he went out. You're a pro kicker guy too. So, I mean, suck on that. (laughs) Yeah. Tackling somebody of all things, not even doing his job. Yeah. It was a bad turn and he had to tackle a guy and pour his uh ham pulled his hammy so then yeah. i had no kicker he only put up two points uh so worst injury luck for me i i was down to bare bones there and the guy i was playing kudos to him he he uh he won it but uh um i made it to the final in both our uh podcast leagues our dfs one i made it to the final i was the top point getter this week so i was pretty proud of that Zay flowers touchdown put me over the top and then uh then our charity league i'm in the final for that which i'm pretty excited about i'm playing against a, a buddy of mine that uh plays rugby with well used to play rugby with me now against me because he lives in saskatoon ba- so. a good old battle for boy too Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. CHS so. represent Vikings, maybe. <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm excited about that. We put a little uh, wager on the uh, on the final here. Whoever wins gets to be referred to as the the better rugby player, which I, I'm happy about because he's he's a pretty athletic guy, and uh, I, I don't think anyone would would say I'm the better rugby player than him. Yeah, that one's gonna um, cut so. deep. Like that's way better than the JSN jersey. You're actually gonna win that one. That one cuts deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So hopefully I pull it out. And then uh, in a super flex league that uh, it's it's in its third year, and every year I'm distracted because it ends up being on the same draft day as a different draft. Um, and I usually am in the toilet in that one. I, I broke through this year and I'm in the final. So, um, I'm excited about that one. Cause that's a bunch of, uh, guys that I was in university with. So hopefully I can put it to them and be able to have a little bit of bragging rights here. Absolutely. Well, if you're listening at home and you're in the championship too, good luck. Um, like there's not even just championships too. Like me and Armin have both mentioned, like I'm in the finals for getting another first round pick. Armin's in, was in the finals for a first round pick this past week. So, Depending on what your league is, there could be still some meaningful games. Whether in a third place game, it's still a chance at winning money. It's not the you know the championship, but third place often either wins their money back or or a little bit extra. So, good luck to you if you're still in your matchups. And I guess we'll get into it here. So we'll start with our quick question, and then we'll get into um a little bit of our actual like I guess the um the meat and potatoes of the uh, of the episode. Time to find out. So question of the day, we're coming to the last week of fantasy. So who is somebody that was your best draft pick you made? And that, I mean, it's easy to say, oh, I took CMC, the 104. Like, yeah, obviously you're hoping your first round pick is your best player. <laughs> but we're looking for like the best value, you know, somebody that you took later in the drafts that really just solidified your team moving forward and, and was, a, you know, 
a stalwart on on your starting roster. So, uh, Armin, why don't you start this one off? All right. Um, so I put two names down because the first one, it wasn't actually a draft pick. I got him off waivers in a dynasty and a redraft, so I felt, felt it wasn't fair to have him as my only one. And that's Kyron Williams, the running back for the L.A. Rams. Um, I got him in a dynasty and a redraft, like I said. The dynasty I'm super excited about. He's doing great things for me already. Um, he's the reason why, or part of the reason why I could be a contender next year, and I'm getting the 101 in that league. So, uh, yeah, Kyron Williams, huge, huge uh, waiver wire pickup for me. Um, and probably a lot of people this season, because I don't think he really got drafted at all, because... Nobody knew who was going to be the running back there. And if anyone was putting draft picks out on it, it was Cam Akers near the end of their drafts. Um, and then the guy that was actually a draft pick for me would be Nick, Nico Collins. He right now is a wide receiver 16 on the season. He's missed two games in the season. So if he played those two games, who knows, maybe he ends up being a wide receiver one. But he is one of the best wide receiver twos um that you could have in dynasty right now and i got him in a 14 team draft so let that sink in so um round seven pick number 11 um is pretty late in the draft that's 109th overall is where i picked him and uh you know what like that's kind of where he was going um but i was i was very happy that i was able to to take advantage of that and i got him um there and then i got him off the waivers in a different league yeah, especially when you keep in mind like the 14 team league, that's very, very good value. Um, my name I'm going to talk about yeah. is Mike Evans. And Mike Evans was a forgotten name because he had such a bad year last year, except for in the championships where he just went nuclear for a, a lot of teams. Um, so his draft capital was super, super late, even though he's always had a thousand yard receiving season, always, every year, every year's entire career has been thousand yards. Um, <laughs> well, the one league was a keeper league. So keep in mind, like some of those really, really good players are like 13th, 14th round picks. Cause that's where you drafted them a couple of years back. Right. So the, a lot of the players yeah. get pushed up the draft board. So I got him late sixth, which was like a really good value in a keeper league. And then another league I got him was a late ninth, which was just a standard redraft league. So a late ninth round pick for Mike Evans. And he is currently the wide receiver three with 231 receiving yards or sorry 231 um fantasy points sorry um he's having an unbelievable year the only receivers he's behind currently is cd lamb and tyreek hill which tyreek hill was like a top i don't know what six pick top seven pick and then cd lamb was probably a top 10 top 12 pick both first yeah. round picks and then you're getting mike evans in the ninth round that's uh that's pretty good value for a guy to finish wide receiver three and <laughs> unfortunately the one league i kept him the other league i dealt him so I've only got to, you know, reap the rewards in the one league. The other league I package deal and got a, um, you know, some other assets that benefited my team. So I was so deep at wide receiver, but I haven't got to reap the rewards of that wide receiver three season in, in that one league. But he's been he's been unbelievable, uh, especially with the resurgence of Baker Mayfield at quarterback for them. So that's been that's been a fun pick and definitely one that's been paying off the best for my team. OK, yeah, that's so that's an, oh, sorry, go ahead, Arm. I was going to say that is an incredible pick, man. That uh, kudos to you to sticking with Mike Evans with uh, Baker Mayfield there. Cause you know, writing on the wall tells us that like, yeah, we should have trusted Baker a little bit more than we did, especially when he had those that many receiving options with them. Another Tampa Bay guy that, 
though, that I noticed that you got is you have Rashad White as a keeper in the twelfth round, man. Yes, sir. That's a that's lock. <laughs> I have two two per, for sure locked in keeper picks next year, and I have like four other ones that are gonna be a super hard decision where it's like, oh man, like who do I keep? I I think I have my three. Like I have a monitor for one more year, so that's probably a lock in the sixth. I think I have him, and then I have Jonathan Taylor in the fourth third or fourth i think i can't remember so to me that's a lock and then rashad white in the 12th but then i still have like guys like jalen <laughs> waddle i have guys like i have lots of players where it's like hmm, stuff can happen in the offseason so i can't really lock those in yet but yeah hopefully i win that league and i set myself up for some success next year too yeah no doubt yeah we'll see anyways um go get in studs and duds Okay, uh, insiders and headliners, there's not a lo- whole lot to talk about. We mentioned the TJ Hawkinson injury already. Uh, a couple other ones, Jalen Waddle, high ankle sprain. So that one's a little bit different, but not a whole lot to talk about here. Uh, so we might as well get reading the studs and duds and then our starts and sits and call it an episode here. So uh, you might as well start. Let's rip the Band-Aid off, Armin. I'm just going to plug my ears in frustration as you share your <laughs> stud of the week. All right, I- I put two studs in the week, but I know who you're referring to. I know here. you did. It's uh, Amari Cooper with 48 half-point PPR points. Um, yeah, man, he went off, and it's it's hard not to put him as a stud of the week, especially when, like, he hasn't done a lot since he's gone to Cleveland. He's had a few decent weeks, but this is the first time he's really gone off, like, true vintage Amari Cooper. He, he broke the um, record for the most yards in a game as a Cleveland Brown. Josh Gordon previously had it at like 265 and he got 267 or something like that. Like maybe he didn't get, if he didn't even get a touchdown, if he didn't even get a touchdown, just yardage alone, he got 26 fantasy points. Like, oh, wow. I, I hate you, Amari Cooper, with every being of my body. <laughs> every, every being. Like, you ruined Christmas, Amari Cooper. Like, that's, he's yeah. the Grinch. He's the Grinch. He's still Christmas. I hate him. I hate him. That's, I hate him. That's it. And then uh, my other stud of the week is Brees Hall, wide receiver one for uh, the New York Jets. It seems like, hey, man. Well, like, holy crap. Check down, check down, check down, check down. Going to be the same too because yeah. uh, Zach Wilson's been already uh, listed as out for Thursday. So, I mean, it's going to be the same song and dance. Hey, I mean, it wor- it's working for him. They won the game and, uh, Brees Hall is explosive. He might as well get the ball in his hand. But, man, did he get so many He's catches. Best player. He had 12 receptions. And then how many carries did he have? 20. He had 32 touches in that game. He put up 32.1 uh, uh, half-point fantasy points, 37 in full-point PPR, which is wild. Um, so, yeah, Brees Hall, man. like, And they were efficient touches. Like, he had 4.75 yards per carry. And he averaged eight yards per catch on those checkdowns. Like, um, not super efficient, but efficient for a running back yet, you know. So, uh, man, Brees Hall, he is an athlete. He is a really good uh, um, running back that can do everything. And he has that breakaway speed. And he's he's starting to show it again finally. So I'm excited for him next year. And uh, he's going to be a guy that I'm drafting next year for sure. Yeah, he's Even though I have him in two leagues already this He'd be a good little keeper because I think a lot of people got him later because of the injury and whatnot, and you're getting Rodgers back next year. So I think I think he's going to be a nice little sneaky pick. But <clears throat> my two yeah. studs, maybe not necessarily the two 
like higher end guys on the week. Like if you look at one of them, he was the wide receiver, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight on the week. So, I mean, all things considered, there was definitely some guys that finished higher than him. And then my other guy would be RB four, three on the week. So, I mean, that's a little bit better, but when you look at the wide receiver stats, okay. But I got to put them both in there because their tandem work together helped clinch my guys the division for the first time <laughs> in 30 years i have i've never been alive for a division title for the detroit lions so i gotta witness my first one my son one for one he's he's never been a loser he's a winner first year ever uh the lions won the uh, <laughs> nfc north for the first time ever uh it's been awesome it's been fun it's been a wild ride i've been really enjoying the season uh, and two guys that helped get it done was Amon or St. Brown and Jameer Gibbs. And right now, Jameer Gibbs, I think, is like a dark horse. I put a bet on him a while back, but he's a dark horse to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Like, if you look at, like, CJ Stroud, what he's done, he's definitely the front runner, but he's missed, what, three weeks in a row? Yeah. So with yeah. two weeks left in the fantasy season, I guess technically three, including, oh, no, two, 17 and 18. So depending on if he plays again, who knows? He, he might play again and he might be terrible. He might play again and, and go right back where he was. And I think he's still a front runner. But Jameer Gibbs right now is like number two or number three. Nakua, I think, is right there with him. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. But he's been nothing but spectacular this season. Like, so looking at Amonra St. Brown, he had a great day 14 targets, 12 receptions, 106 yards, and one touchdown. Great. When you look at what Jameer Gibbs did, he had a fumble and he still put up 22 fantasy points. Had 15 carries for yeah. 80 yards. Great. Two tutties. Awesome. Then he had four receptions on seven targets and 20 yards. Like usually he gets a lot of it done through the air, but he was super great on the ground. And the, like he he's showing why he was a first round talent, not only a first round, a top 15 first round talent. Uh, he's going to be a guy that'll be high up on draft boards next year in well, fantasy he's... drafts. Sorry, go ahead, Armour. At least he's being used properly too. Got to yeah. give Detroit that. Like they're using him properly, unlike the other RB that was drafted in the first round. Yeah. Oh man, don't even start on Atlanta. That's the that's got to be like if you were a Bijan dra drafter or dynasty for sure. That's got to be the most frustrating situation ever. Like not even just for Bijan. Think about like Drake London. Think about Kyle Pitts. Think about like all like it's just incredibly frustrating if you're fantasy manager of any sort of Atlanta uh, player other than like. Tyler Algier, I guess. Like, I don't know. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, duds. Let's do duds quick, and then we'll get into uh, starts and sits, and we can enjoy the rest of our holiday break here, Armin. All right. Uh, dud of the week for me. He was primed for, uh, for a good week this week, and then just nothing happened, and that's DJ Moore. Um he put up three receptions for 18 yards. So in half point PPR, he only had 3.3 points. But the league that I really needed him to do well in um, was a standard league with no PPR points. So he only put up 1.8 points. And you know what? Like Arizona, it's it may be an all right secondary in defense. But, like, man, you got to be able to put up points against Arizona a little bit, right? Like, you can't have that big of a dud, especially – especially with the impact that it had. So um, I had DJ Moore in two leagues. One, it cost me a lot more than the other, but I still did really badly in the, the other league um, as well and didn't make it through. And you know what? Uh, I'm putting it all on DJ Moore because those are the two redrafts that I uh, 
or two redrafts that I didn't make it through underperforming immensely. Yeah. And just because of expectations, he was both, he was going to be so good, but he did, he did get rolled up on the first play. So I'll give him that, but I mean, it still sucked because he was, he was primed. He was primed and ready for a huge game. Speaking of yeah. huge disappointments, yeah. my dad, Travis Kelsey, I need, and I needed him in the worst way. He's been so disappointing this season. He only got four touchdowns all year, but if you watch that game on Christmas, yeah. That was just like what happened. The Vegas Raiders didn't complete a pass, a completed pass since the first quarter, and they won 20 to 14. They completed zero passes after the first quarter. Like that is so absurd. And like, I mean, we talked about this in the pod lots. They need a stud wide receiver. They need somebody to help create separation so then they can hit those under routes with some of their other wide receivers and Travis Kelsey. We've been talking about this forever, but he's been so bad. Five for seven for 44. He, he finished as the tight end 24, I think it was. 24, 25, I lost count. Regardless, <laughs> like, when you needed him the most. That's got to be the lowest he's been in a long time. In When you needed him the most. Like, so for, Travis, Travis Kelsey finished lower than TJ Hawkinson, who left halfway through the game with an injury. Like, that's how frustrating that was. But he's, like, he's still, which is bizarre to me, he's still tight end three. He is tight end number three with the most disappointing season we've ever seen from Travis Kelsey, where he's played the whole year. 90 oh, so receptions, 117 targets, 968 yards, and five touchdowns. That's what he's got all seasons, five touchdowns. But, yeah. like, he's not going to finish the tight end one. Like, to me, like, Sam Laporte is ahead of him. Hawkinson's ahead of him, but obviously he's out for the year. George Kittle, I'm assuming, is going to catch him because San Francisco is in, like, an absolute slugfest right now to finish as the one. Even like David and Joku very well could finish in front of them. Like we're, I don't know if yeah. this is the beginning of the end. Like I think Travis Kelsey is going to fly down draft boards next year because of how disappointing it's been this year. But also at the same time, like there's six or seven reliable tight ends you could take next year. So like you don't have to burn that early pick with Kelsey. But if they pick up like a you know a star wide receiver in free agency, then maybe we're regrouping in this conversation. But. I've been incredibly, incredibly disappointed with Travis Kelsey this season. And I know for a fact, I'm not the only one. So there's my dud of the week. It's Even been... Evan Ingram could catch up to him. Oh, for sure. Especially with, uh, with the depleted wide receiver core they've got right now. So, I mean, anything can happen. Yeah. Um, it's Christmas season, which means it is also the boxing week sale as well for a lot of companies. Now, if you check on 22fresh.com, they got some unreal stuff. I know the the product is unreal. Been talking about it forever. Um, not everything is on the you know the Black Friday sale. So if you find something that you really want and wish, oh man, I wish this was on sale. Hey, check it out. Three hundred six FFB fifteen promo code. Uh, even if it's not on the Black Friday sale, you can still or not Black Friday. Sorry, the Boxing Day sale. You can still get fifteen percent off all <laughs> merchandise on checkout. So if there's that one thing that you you know say, oh man, I wish it's on sale. Don't worry, we got your back. We got fifteen percent off for you on checkout using promo code three hundred six FFB fifteen. So thank you very much, Twenty Two Fresh, for being our major sponsor of the twenty twenty three fantasy football season. Okay, our last starts and sits of the week for the twenty twenty three fantasy season, Armand. Um, Let's finish it off, I guess, with a bang here and hopefully win some people some championships. We'll get you to start this one off. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm starting with a guy that, like we've talked about before, hopefully he's a lock and starter for you. But I'm just reminding you that, like, Jaden Reed is is a great football player and he's playing the Minnesota Vikings this week, which um, isn't a cushy matchup, but it's a good matchup for him, I think. They're a decent defense, but... 
Um, they like to use Jaden Reed in, in different ways and just get the ball in his hands. And if he's healthy, um, the injuries this week that made him sit out were two minor injuries. So I think he just needed a rest break, rest week, and he, he'll be good to go this week. So don't be afraid to, to play him because he was injured and definitely play him in your fantasy championship because if you got him, he's probably the reason why you, you made the playoffs. He was a waiver wire pick, and um, he's just been doing really good things um, and has been a solid wide receiver that you can start week in and week out since he kind of broke out. And um, Don't be afraid to start him. And if you haven't been starting him, what are you doing, man? Like, You yeah. must have the deepest wide receiver core because he's been pretty good. Yeah, him missing this past week was a dagger for a lot of people because I think they rode him into the semifinal matchups. But my my start of the week is a tough one because I really don't want them to do good because right now the Lions are in a push for not only the second, but also the first spot and the bye week in the NFC right now. Um, but if you've been paying attention to the statistics, you've been paying attention to the box scores, you've been paying attention to any of the games, Detroit has struggled immensely in their secondary against wide receivers. Uh, they are possibly getting Gardner Johnson back this week, so that will definitely help them uh, in that situation. But um, C.D. Lamb is going to smash. Like he's going to have a huge week, just like last week. Justin Jefferson had a huge week, but also the other auxiliary wide receivers had really good weeks. Just, um, Jordan. Addison, not so much, um, but help me out. What's his name there, Armand uh, Osborne? Right? Osborne. Yeah. yeah, he had a great week, like a really good week. Um, I think and that Hawk this is, going is off. yeah, I think this is a situation where Brandon Cooks is going to have a good week as well too. Like I want as many wide receiver options in this offense just because they give up so much. I think this is going to be a very high scoring game. They have two, two, I would say solid defenses all around, especially because the Lions are so good against the run game. So Pollard, he, yeah, that's a bad play. That's a really bad play. But Brandon Cook, CD Lamb, even, you know, Jake Ferguson at tight end, I think those are really good plays. And Dak Prescott might be the quarterback one on the week. Um, I, I, this is a game that I've got circled for a while. This is going to be a fun game. And this is going to be a huge indicator to Detroit getting the second or first um, spot in the NFC. So uh, that's a fun well, game. For both these teams, the, oh, yeah. the first spot is on the line. So neither team is going to be pulling their punches. Yeah, Dallas, Dallas needs to win to win the division. Like they, if they lose that game there, they, there's no chance they can win the division. So uh, it's going to be a good one. Sits of the week, Armand. Um, I wish we could have had this recommendation last week, but uh, here we are. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Hot off this huge game here. I'm going to Mari Cooper. Um, not because I think he's due to have a bad game, but because he's going up against the New York Jets and they just watched him torch another team. So there's no way that the New York Jets and their game plan this week and their prep leading up to this game are going to not be keen in on Amari Cooper. Um, probably leading into this week, teams are looking at how well Njoku is doing and saying, let's lock him down. And if Amari Cooper beats us, he beats us kind of thing. But now they see, oh yeah, he is still good. He is still a deep threat. He still can put up huge, huge yardages. If I was the New York Jets, and especially seeing as you got Sauce Gardner, you might as well have him on Amari Cooper. And then uh, you let Najoku get a few catches and you, yep. you make sure that you just rally to him. Yeah, I think to say, I think this might be a Najoku day for sure. Yeah. My sit is against the New Orleans Saints, who are the number two uh, defenses against wide receivers, only giving up 17 fantasy points per game. Uh, so. 
They're playing Tampa Bay. I'm not sitting Mike Evans. I think Mike Evans is still going to get his. The last time they played, I think he had six receptions with a deep touchdown. He might have had two in that week, and I can't remember off the top of my head. But I do not want to play Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin has not been good this year. Uh, he, you know, half point PPR'd himself to a half decent week last week. I think he was six receptions for 65 yards, give or take. Um, but this is not a, a matchup where I want to get that. You know, it's it's going to be one wide receiver is going to be great. And the other is not going to be great. Look what happened with the Rams. The Rams smacked him around. That's the most wide receiver points they've given up in a while. But it was a Puka Nakua day. Cooper Cup did almost nearly nothing. He, I think he ended up getting five receptions for 40 yards or something like that to seven points. That was yeah, his, his day. Cooper Cup had a really poor week, but Mike Evans, or but um Nakua was awesome. So I'm projecting that Mike Evans would have a really, really good week. And that obviously means that Chris Godwin, not so much. So that's where I'm at. If Chris Godwin goes great, then that probably means Mike Evans had a bad week, but I'm playing the matchup. I'm playing <laughs> the wide receiver. Three. I'm not sitting the wide receiver three on, on the season. So that's where I'm at with, uh, with that start. So, and they're, they're very good against the run too. So um, I'm going to see, ba- I'm going to see Baker probably airing it out a little more than they need to. So anyhow, that is going to do it for the episode here. Uh, anything to quickly throw in here before we run out of time on a recording, Armand? Uh, hey everyone, let's uh let's have some fun in the last week here. It's the finals, baby. We just have fun with it. Go for gold, play your guys, take big shots, take big swings. Yeah. I'm excited. Last year at this time, I w- wasn't in a single final. This year, I'm in three. I'm excited. Absolutely. And Sunday, the fantasy season will be on New Year's Eve. So if you're out there, remember, res- enjoy responsibly, get a safe ride home, all those fun things. Enjoy the fantasy, enjoy the New Year's. And good luck in your fancy championships, everybody. Take care, and let's talk soon.